Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Right, uh, that is looking at further afield, but let's look locally because we need to understand what is going on with this network cable. Uh, Jan van Mullen, he's the guy we spoke to originally about this. He's editor at My Broadband. I've had some private conversations with Jan. I know he's done an extensive amount of research on it. Jan, a very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Good morning. It's I'm well. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. So uh, I know that you've been looking into this because, and, and it hasn't always been easy to get information to find out what's really going on. Yeah, it kind of feels like uh, the the folks in the industry who are in the know are, are either um, you know essentially not allowed to speak to the media because they you know they're part of a larger organisation mm, with mm. certain uh, structures in place. Um, so so the the people with the actual knowledge are are blocked from sharing the information with the public. Um, you know, or uh, you know, it's it's almost like a lager being drawn uh, around huh? uh, you know the, the information about what's really going on, who's really to blame. And yeah, so the first people to take flack, uh, unfortunately, are our internet service providers because those are those are the companies that that we directly interface mm, with, mm. and the actual. Uh, res- you know, people responsible for for buying backup capacity and and all that stuff. They they kind of s- sit you know two or three degrees removed uh, from the the irate customer at the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing because exactly we uh, where do we go as as a customer? We turn to our service providers, and yeah. and they if they're put in a very difficult position. So what do we know so far? Yeah, so um, so uh, after I published my initial article uh, in which I, uh, you know, I, I had to, in the end, I had to actually do my own testing. And I found that, and, you know, we had spoken to Disney about, you know, mm, the infrastructure mm. before. And, and Disney explained that they use a, a content provider called Akamai in South Africa, um, and specifically the Akamai net storage product. They're not the only people to use Akamai. TikTok also uses Akamai. Um, and then, you know, uh, more info started coming out. It's like, oh, it's not just, you know, Disney and TikTok that's having problems. Facebook is having problems in South Africa as well. And it's and it's doing pretty much the same thing that Akamai is doing. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit about what that is and, and why mm-hmm. um, I have a problem with it. Um, and and uh, and so there's there's actually a lot of companies that that you know I would think would be better prepared that that would that have the money to to invest in backup capacity that that simply aren't um, and so for example what uh, to explain what Facebook and Akamai are doing is the the, re, the one of the big reasons internet in South Africa became so cheap fixed fiber. Internet. The reason we can get a hundred megabits per second mm. or, or more in South Africa for cheaper than we used to get four megabits per second ADSL for not that long ago um, is because the content has been pushed closer to South Africa, and and specifically the content owners have essentially taken over buying international capacity from ISPs. So ISPs just have to meet, you know, the Facebooks and the Akamai's right, um, and right. the Netflixes. Uh, and the Googles of the world in a data center. And, and those data centers, typically Terraco is the biggest player in the space with a NAP Africa Internet Exchange Point. Now, what, what Akamai and Facebook are doing is they actually change the settings at, um, you know, at the sort of local data center level. And instead of fetching content from their local nodes here in South Africa, mm-hmm. they're redirecting traffic overseas. 
So Facebook um, made um, made ISPs and and users fetch content from either Europe or Kenya. And the one time uh, on Disney Plus, I was. Um, and it's actually happened a couple of nights in a row now. Uh, I was being redirected to a server in Malaysia. And, so and so the, the reason they do that is because they, their international capacity is saturating. And, and rather than deal with a problem or, 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 or buy more capacity, um, they are essentially going, well, well, we'll make it the ISP's problem. So now our ISPs are caught um, unawares because they're not used to this amount of international traffic. And so, and on top of that, some of the international traffic might be, or bandwidth might be offline due to wax being offline. And so, um, the, the, these, these, um, big players like Akamai, like Facebook are just exacerbating the problem because by, by shunting it onto the ISPs. And, and so that's why I'm, I'm, I've got a big issue with the, mm, the, the, the mm. way that they've dealt with this. So, so the, is the issue about the, or is it primarily one of communication, or is it the fact that it technically hasn't been handled the way it should be? Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm not sure that it's a technical problem. I think mm. it's a financial one. Ah. So, so, so it's the the fact that Akamai and Facebook, and Facebook, by the way, might have a good reason for this um, because they're, they're in, in a very similar boat that Google was in, I think, just a year or two ago. Um, so, um, but but Akamai, uh, let's let's talk about them first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it, it, it you know the sense I'm getting, and and they're refusing to answer questions, and so that leaves us just to speculate about why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, is that they are, just don't want to spend the money. Hmm. Um, so uh, there's plenty of of international capacity available in South Africa, okay. even without. So so people who are in the know yes, might know we've got yes. Equiano, we've got Two Africa, but also on the east coast there's Easy and Seacom. They're very um, solid, um, still quite big cables with capacity available. Akamai could very easily buy capacity on those cables if it wanted to, but at a cost that mm, they're obviously mm. not willing to pay for the South African market. But now Facebook has invested in its own undersea cable called To Africa, um, along with a consortium of other people, including China Mobile, MTN, and so on. Um, whereas Google has built its whole own cable called Equiano To Africa. Right. Um, uh, sorry, it's called Equiano, and it and it comes to South Africa. Then there's the Two Africa cable, where Facebook, but the Two Africa cable is not online yet. And Google ran into exactly this problem. I want to say a year or two ago, where its um, local caches here in Joburg were having trouble. Mm. Um, they, you know, they didn't have enough bandwidth, and and um, uh, they knew that Equiano was about to go live, so they're not going to buy new capacity. Um, because they know that their own cable is coming online within months. Ah. And so YouTube was struggling for uh, for months. It was either last year or the year before that, that YouTube, um, some people um, uh, or, or customers on some ISPs were having big problems with YouTube as a result of that. But as soon as Equiano came online, that problem was solved. And I think it's going to be the same with Facebook and, and to Africa. It's really just incredible because, as you say, it really is. It's not even about capacity then. It really just simply is a a fun and, – and it's interesting because it, they've made a financial decision at the expense of customers, that is why they can't communicate it because that – what right. follows there is that the communication is either going to be dishonest or is going to show – uh, illustrate the decision that they've made, which isn't in the best interest of customers. Exactly. And, and so, you know, only people who really know the industry are, are, are actually understand 
what's happened here. And so it is, it is in fact profitable for them to just keep quiet because it is not in their best interests to explain to people Mm, what's actually mm, going on mm. that, that that's the that's the sense i'm getting um it's it's only folks who are steeped in this technology and in this industry right, that understand who will go, what's going yeah, on will go oh this is where the fault is it's you that that's the problem here right. uh, so so your analysis there is is a hundred percent spot on that that's that's why we're not getting transparent communication out of them because it will make them it will make them immediately vulnerable um and it's far easier to or, or far better to to have people in ignorance um, than, than explain what's going on if you're yeah. not going to fix it. It's the South African way. If uh, obfuscation was Olympic sport, we would win gold. <laughs> There's no question about that. It, do, it does. It does feel like it. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that that's um, absolutely spot on, and that, that's that's my reading of it as Brilliant. well. Brilliant analysis. Thank you, as always, Jan Vermeulen, his editor of uh, My Broadband, and uh, and uh, was quite relentless in his pursuit of this to try and understand what on earth is going on and that's exactly the kind of journalism that we need here in South Africa. It's about to go 8.30. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning.